Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you for joining us to take a look at the book. And this time, we're going to look at the book of Daniel. Daniel is a prophet that reveals a timeline for the Gentile world. In fact, it is that phrase in the times of the Gentiles that is introduced in Daniel and helps us to understand the end-time activities of major world powers as we quickly approach the return of Jesus Christ. In the next few moments, you will listen to a portion of an introduction that I have made to my five-hour CD audio study of the book of Daniel. I hope that you will consider studying the entire book. But before we talk to you about that, let's listen now to this introduction of the book of Daniel. Look at verse 17 of chapter 1. As for these four children, God gave them knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Now at the end of the days that the king had said he should bring them in, then the prince of the eunuchs brought them into Nebuchadnezzar. And they were ten times better. Look at verse 20. And in all manners of wisdom and understanding that the king inquired of them, he found them ten times better than uh, better than all of the musicians, magicians, and astrologers that were in all of his realm. And Daniel continued unto Cyrus, ten times better. Why was it? Well, there's a key verse right here. Look at verse eight. But Daniel, I want you to jot down this word. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself. He would not defile himself. Purpose. Purpose is the key phrase in Daniel chapter 1. Daniel chapter 3, we skip over chapter 2, we'll come back to that tomorrow. Daniel chapter 3. Daniel and the three Hebrew children put in places of responsibility. Chapter 2 tells us, because of giving the interpretation to the dream, that Daniel was made great. Verse 48, then the king made Daniel, chapter 2, verse 48, then the king made Daniel a great man and gave him many great gifts and made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon and the chief of the governors over all the wise men of Babylon. I mean, that's as high as you can go. Under Nebuchadnezzar, he was number one. Then Daniel requested of the king, and he said, Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego over the affairs of the provinces of, of, uh, province of Babylon. But Daniel sat in the gate of the king, and so it was, these four Hebrew children developed in the courts of Nebuchadnezzar now became leaders in the Babylonian Empire. But then some of the big wills at the temple got an idea, or at the, at the palace got an idea, we don't like these Jewish men being over us. And uh, what they saw happening was an opportunity. Nebuchadnezzar, remember he saw had in a dream, and, he, and Daniel interpreted in chapter 2, and we'll develop that tomorrow, a, a great image with a gold head, chest and arms of silver, belly of brass, legs of iron, feet of iron and clay. And he saw this image, and so Dan, uh, Nebuchadnezzar decided he would make an image. And so he put up probably the image of a man, either obelisk, which is like the uh, Washington Monument in Washington, D.C., or an image of a man, of gold, all of gold, 90 feet high, 9 feet wide at the base. And he put out a decree. He said, now whenever you hear the music sound, 
and he even tells what instruments we'd be playing, the dulcimer and the cymbals and, and all the other things, all the musical instruments. That, uh, and in fact, if you look at the, the, the names of the musical instruments, whatever sound they made must have been ridiculous. He said, when you hear that music, bow and worship this image. They wouldn't bow. And the king put out a decree, if you don't bow when the music starts, you're going to burn. They didn't bow. They were brought in before Nebuchadnezzar. Look what it says in verse 17. Well, uh, verse 16, Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego answered and said unto the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. And we always usually quit there, but I love that next verse. Give this to your young people, your grandchildren or your children. Verse 18. But if not... If God doesn't deliver me, pay attention, television evangelists who are telling us that everybody can be happy and wealthy and healthy. And if not, what? If not, we're still not going to bow. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. If we're going to burn to death, we're still not going to worship that image that King Nebuchadnezzar set up. We're not going to do it. And so they bound them. In fact, Nebuchadnezzar, verse 19, says, take that furnace, get it seven times hotter than it's ever been. Now this was a Babylonian furnace. The Babylonian furnace was probably a tall structure having a hole or an entrance to it at the top. There was a ramp sloped down to the entrance of the furnace up top, and then the tall furnace probably maybe as high as this building, and then there was an area in the bottom of the furnace where they could bring the, the uh, ashes and everything out of the furnace. And so here it was that these bound, by the way, interesting to notice, Verse 20, and he commanded the most mighty men that they were in the army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and to cast them into the burning furnace. They were bound securely. That's gonna, this is setting the scene for a great miracle to take place. Verse 21, then these men were bound in their coats and their hosen and their hats and their other garments. Flammable materials they're wearing. I, I was at a, at a children's uh, ministry one time, and they had the three Hebrew children in a toga. They didn't wear togas. They wore hats, coats. Have you seen the what they call the Hasidic Jews, the black hats, the long black coats, the hose, you know, they sometimes they tuck their pants in. That's what the three Hebrew children look like. The hats, the coats, flammable material. <laughs> and he got the furnace as hot as it, and verse 22 said it was so hot the flame leaped out and those who were going to put the three Hebrew children in there were burned to death themselves. The flames were so hot. Cast them in there. Then the king went and looked. I love verse 25. And he answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose and walking in the midst of the fire that have no hurt, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God, is like Jesus Christ, I believe. A pre-incarnate appearance of Jesus Christ there in the furnace with them to protect them. <laughs> Look what happened, verse 27. And the princes and the governors and the captains and the king's counselors 
being to, uh, gathered together, saw these men upon their bodies, that fire had no power, nor was in the hair. Fire had no power on their bodies. It didn't burn their bodies. It burned the men who were getting the fire hot enough for them. Look at there. Uh, nor was a hair on their head singed. Praise God for that. I mean, if I was learning the fire furnace, I wouldn't want my hair messed up at all. <laughs> in case you're wondering, that hairdo is called a receding afro. And neither were their coats changed. Their coats weren't burned up. I mean, this was flammable material. It wasn't burned up. Look at here, the last part of verse 27. Nor the smell of fire had passed on. There wasn't even the smell of smoke on them. God, when he does something, he does it, doesn't he? Thrown in the fiery furnace. Thank you for joining us as we have taken a look at the book of Daniel a timeline for the Gentile world powers that lead up to the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is an interesting study, and you have only been able to listen to an introduction of this study of the book of Daniel. If you would be interested in the entire five-hour study that will be delivered to you in CD form, you can call our toll-free number, and our people can tell you how you can order your study of the book of Daniel. That toll-free number is 8-PROPHECY-8. Now, that's the short way to remember it. It's translated into 877-674-3298. Or you can also go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com, and be able to order this study on Daniel. It is an essential study for your understanding of end-time events leading up to the second coming of Jesus Christ. By the way, let me remind you, seven years prior to the second coming of Christ, the rapture takes place when you and I as Christians will be caught up to be with him in the air forevermore. And that could happen at any moment. And having said that, nothing left for me to say except let's keep looking up until...